What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wolves of Investing podcast. This podcast was originally aired as a video on the Wolves of Investing YouTube channel. As always, we are not financial advisors. This content is based on opinions presented as is without warranty for entertainment purposes only. This is not financial nor any other kind of professional advice. Investments in securities involve risk of loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This is not a securities offering. Please seek advice from a professional before making any financial decisions. The S&P 500 officially closed in bear market territory yesterday, closing at 3750. In my opinion, bear markets are the best time for long-term investors to buy high-quality stocks on sale. And in this video, I'm going to go over five stocks on my watch list that I currently do not have a position in at the time of publishing this video. I'm going to give a high-level overview of each of these businesses and go over my current game plan for starting a position. All this right after... I am not a financial advisor. This video is for entertainment purposes only. Learn to invest like a wolf at your own risk. What's up everyone? Welcome back to my channel, Wolves of Investing. My name is Donnie Nguyen and I'm the founder of Wolves of Investing. If you're new, I talk about stocks, SPACs, Bitcoin, options, and anything on my mind related to investing. If you wanna learn how to achieve financial freedom through investing, be sure to click on that subscribe button notification bell if you haven't yet and please remember to drop a like on this video if you enjoy it as it truly helps out the channel so without further ado let's get right into it the first stock on my bear market watch list is blackstone ticker bx in my opinion blackstone is the best run private equity firm out there yesterday it closed at 97 dollars 52 for a market cap of $71 billion, and it pays a dividend yield of 5%. Blackstone's four primary lines of business are its private real estate business, its private equity business, its hedge fund solutions business, and its credit and insurance business. It's also the largest owner of commercial real estate globally. In Q1, Blackstone reported last 12 months revenues of $22.4 billion, net income of $11.5 billion, and diluted earnings per share of $7.33. My current game plan is to try and add a position around $80 per share. That would be an estimated PE ratio of 10.9 based on the last 12 months EPS of $7.33. If we look at the P.E. ratio chart of Blackstone on macro trends, 10.9 is on the lower end of its historical P.E. range. Also, when I look at the weekly stock chart of Blackstone, if I extrapolate the 200-week moving average, and if Blackstone touches its 200-week moving average, as it has many times in the past 10 years, I get a share price of around $80. Due to yesterday being the first official day that the S&P 500 closed in a bear market, I think that there's a reasonable chance that Blackstone touches its 200-week moving average. All right, so the second stock on my bear market watch list is Blue Owl, ticker OWL. 
Blue Owl closed at $10.30 for a market cap of $4.2 billion and has a dividend yield of 3.49%. This is a former SPAC that I previously talked about on my channel. And like Blackstone, it's also in the private equity business. I actually think of them kind of like a mini Blackstone. Blue Owl currently has three major lines of business. GP Capital Solutions, private lending, and a triple net lease real estate business. The GP Capital Solutions business involves taking stakes in other private equity firms. GP stands for General Partner, and when Blue Owl takes these stakes, it becomes a limited partner. In return for its capital, Blue Owl receives what's called fee-related earnings from its general partners and receives these fee-related earnings every year. In addition to its capital, Blue Owl may also provide guidance and other solutions to their general partners. It has a vested interest in the success of its general partners and serves as a solutions platform for them. Two of its well-known GPs are the technology private equity firms, Silverlake and Vista Equity Partners. A second major line of business is the private lending business. Blue Owl typically lends money to high quality, privately held technology companies. These loans are senior secured, meaning that they're first in line to get paid if anything goes wrong. They're also floating rate loans, so they should be resistant to inflation. Its third main line of business is its net lease real estate. The great thing about net lease is that its tenants pay for most, if not all, of the taxes, insurance, and maintenance on the property, in addition to the rent. These three businesses together allow Blue Owl to be a one-stop shop solution for all of its customers. On its investor day earlier this year, management stated that one of its goals is to raise the dividend to $1 per share by 2025. If and when that happens, I expect shares to be trading around $20 for a dividend yield of around 5%. My current game plan is to try and add a position around $9 per share. If Blue Owl reaches its goal of $1 per share in dividends, that would be a yield on cost of 11.1% per year. I may also start selling cash-secured put options on Blue Owl at a strike price of $9 or below if the premium starts getting attractive. The great thing about Blue Owl being a $10 stock is that it's a lot less capital intensive to sell cash-secured puts since I only have to put up around $1,000 of collateral per options contract. Compare that with a company like Blackstone, which is a $100 stock, where I'd have to put up close to $10,000 in collateral per options contract to sell cash-covered put options. To learn more about cash-secured puts, be sure to watch this beginner video I made about selling cash-secured put options. So the third stock on my watch list is Home Depot ticker HD, which closed at $283.16 for a market cap of $291 billion and a dividend yield of 2.63%. Home Depot is the largest home improvement retailer in North America by market cap. Its closest competitor is Lowe's. And together, Home Depot and Lowe's pretty much have a duopoly when it comes to big box one-stop shop home improvement chains. With the boom in the housing market, 
Not only is Home Depot great for do-it-yourselfers, but it's also great for professionals, such as home builders, carpenters, and landscapers. There's a shortage of housing in the United States, and I don't think that's gonna end anytime soon. Another great thing about Home Depot is that it can't be disrupted by an online retailer like Amazon. For example, if you're a professional working on a home project, you should be able to order most of your supplies from Home Depot, and you should be able to get your supplies on the same day. There are just way too many supplies at Home Depot that wouldn't be feasible to order from Amazon, such as sheetrock or a garage door. And if you're missing a tool for the job, you can just stop by Home Depot and pick it up. You probably won't want to order it from Amazon and wait around two days for shipping since that could delay your project and keep you from getting paid. Home Depot is also a consistent dividend grower. It's not quite a dividend aristocrat because it didn't raise dividends during the great financial crisis, but it did keep dividends steady during that time. I think that Home Depot is a great business that will keep growing its share price and dividends for many years to come. My current game plan is to try and add a position around $245 per share. That would be a dividend yield of around 3.1%, which is on the higher end of its historical range. The fourth stock on my watch list is Mid-America Apartment Communities, ticker MAA. It closed at $160.82, for a market cap of $18.6 billion and a dividend yield of 2.97%. Mid-America is a very well-run apartment REIT that's primarily focused on apartment communities in the high-growth Sunbelt region of the United States. As I mentioned earlier, there's a housing shortage in the United States, so I don't think that Mid-America will have any trouble keeping their apartments rented. In its latest quarterly earnings, it reported 95.9% average physical occupancy rate. My current game plan is to try and add a position around $120 per share. That would be a dividend yield of around 4.17%, which is on the higher end of its historical range. The fifth stock on my watch list is Warner Music Group, ticker WMG. The stock closed at $26.05 for a market cap of $13.4 billion and a dividend yield of 2.19%. When it comes to the music industry, there are only three major players, Universal Music, Sony, and Warner Music Group. In his failed SPAC attempt at Universal Music Group, Bill Ackman gave an investor presentation and compared music to food and water in terms of being a necessity. He also gave a very good long-term growth case for Universal due to streaming. With music streaming being in the very early stages at companies such as Spotify and Amazon with Amazon Music, the catalogs of the major music groups such as Warner Music will have a long runway for growth. Also, unlike streaming popular movies, Popular songs are typically played over and over again, collecting recurring revenue. My current game plan is to try and add a position around $22 per share. That would be around 10% lower than its all-time low of $24.39 from a few weeks ago. With yesterday being the first official day of the S&P 500's bear market, 
I think that another 10% drop from its all-time lows is a reasonable price point to start a position. Similar to Blue Owl, because of the relatively low stock price, I may also try to sell some cash-secured puts on Warner Music Group at a strike price of $22 if the premiums become attractive. All right, so if you want me to do a deep dive video into any of these stocks that I talked about today, let me know in the comments. And let me know what you think about these stocks on my watch list and what other stocks you have on your watch list to buy in this bear market. Drop me a line in the comments. Be sure to leave a like on this video before leaving. Thanks for watching and I will see you next time.